Hey guys, it's Brooke Eagle, and we are back with an episode of the Forsyth Mags podcast. And today I have Jeanette and Kim with PACU Piedmont Advantage Credit Union. Hey ladies. Hey, thank you for having us. Yeah, so let's do some introductions first to tell us what you do at PACU, a little bit of background about, about yourself. Go ahead. Okay. I'm Jeanette Stark. I'm the Chief Legal Officer and General Counsel for Piedmont Advantage Credit Union. I've uh, been with the credit union about two and a half years now. I joined just shortly before the pandemic hit, so ah, it's been an interesting ride. <laughs> yes, exactly. It's, it's a good time to have legal counsel in-house. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, so um, my background, actually, um, I graduated from Wake Law here, and I stayed in town. I was at a law firm here in town for about 10 years as a partner there. I love hearing when people came here for school, and then they just loved it, so they stayed. Absolutely. I yeah. just fell in love with Winston-Salem, and I knew that my husband and I want to stay here and raise our family here and we love this town so um, and then I uh, worked at the bankruptcy court for about six years as the chief deputy clerk there uh, locally and uh, then joined PACU um, so at PACU um, I obviously held, had our legal department legal function I also oversee um, human resources compliance uh, risk management fraud prevention collections um, and HR and learning so you do wear a lot of hats I do yeah. <laughs> I love it though it's a great it's a great place to be where we wear a lot awesome. of hats yeah what about you Kim yeah, my hat's a little smaller. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm Kim Adkins, and I'm Senior Vice President of Marketing. Um, I start- The marketing hat is a big hat. It is. It's, it's a, a big, big important hat. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, it's a little umbrella. Yeah. Uh, no, really, our marketing team, uh, we have a great relationship with all of the divisions throughout the credit union. Everyone, the more people are engaged in marketing, the better we are in telling our story out in the community, what differentiates us from other financial institutions and other credit unions in general. But um, my name is Kim Atkins. Um, I already mentioned my title. Um, I actually came to PACU during the pandemic. I didn't uh. think that was even possible. But um, <laughs> on July 6th, um, I'll be at PACU for two years exactly. Um, my background, um, I'm from Virginia. Actually, I still live in Martinsville, Virginia, and I commute. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's about an hour. I don't mind at all. That's not too um, bad. But I love Winston-Salem. Yeah. I'm very familiar with North Carolina. Um, I'm not from uh, Virginia. I'm from Maryland. Met my husband at the University of Maryland, and he is from Martinsville. So we decided to come home and raise a family. But um, my background's been in marketing my entire professional career and recently before joining the credit union i was with a community bank uh, that had branches in north carolina and virginia and i just uh, really uh, saw the opportunity to go to a smaller institution and could make an, a, a real difference i thought and it was the best decision i could have made i love that so marketing tell us a little bit about your favorite part about marketing with a bank because it's definitely different than your your typical marketing um, you're right, uh, yeah. because, you know, you could have the best ideas, and then you have someone like Jeanette going, no. <laughs> it's <laughs> not me. It's crushing dreams. dreams. <laughs> yeah, you can't do that. Um, yeah. No. The, well, marketing uh, is more than the creative end. Um, even, I like the creative end, and I think that's what's uh, a good fit for me, because a big part of marketing that people don't realize is uh, the back part doing the research, mm -hmm. really understanding uh, what the messaging should be and back it up with um, hard facts. So you really have to know your customers, your community, um, in our case, our members. Um, and if we're looking for prospecting, what is it that they're really looking for and answering, um, you know, a true need or to solve a problem or to evoke emotion. Mm -hmm. uh, so 
again, I try to, before we expend, you know, marketing is expensive, before we expend uh, those limited amount of resources that it's justifiable and we can document a true return on investment yeah. on what the business goals are. That you're reaching the, the right people with the right message. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think marketing is also uh, simpler than some people make it to. I think you want, you know, if you overcomplicate it, that's when your brand message gets complicated. But I think y'all do a great job with your, with your oh. marketing. Well, thank you. Yeah. So well, I want to answer, I want to get to push all in the hot seat and do some fun little questions. And then we're going to dive into some, uh, some financial literacy things. And the main thing I want to talk about too, is the difference between a bank and a credit union. I think that people definitely get, have some misconceptions and don't understand the difference, but okay. First, a couple questions. Let me find, find some that I like. Uh Oh, I know when you're, Which celebrity would you most like to eat dinner with? Oh, gosh. I don't know. (laughs) That's a really good question. Um, Does the person have to be alive? No. They can can definitely be dead. You know, they can come back to life for this. A celebrity. Or it could be, like, just a known person. doesn't have to be necessarily a famous celebrity. Do you have anybody that just like popped right into your head? Gosh, um, I think like you know, I'll do a living celebrity, Reese Witherspoon. I'd love Ooh, to meet her. I love her. I mean, I just think it's so amazing how she took her her platform and her reach and has transformed it into something different, and is really doing a lot to promote women women in film, women in business, and really, um, you know, using the the celebrity that she has to reach different people and pull people up with her. And I think that's great. I love that. Some of my all-time favorite movies are Reese Witherspoon movies. She's great. Right. Well, I couldn't get, I just had a birthday uh, on Monday. And uh, as a joke, my my son, um, he gave me this pin. So he's on top of mine. I love Rick Springfield. (gasps) So... I would love to have dinner with him. <laughs> so that could give you an idea of my age bracket. I love that. Uh, but anyway, I said, what made you think to, you know, go off on wherever and, and get, you know, Rick Springfield? And he said he just kind of Googled it and it came up and it was the last one, you know, I guess, you know, on eBay or whatever it's called now. <laughs> and because he remembers when he was little that um, I liked Jesse's Girl, but every time it came on the radio, we'd all start singing so, that's just sweet. remember love is all right tonight <laughs> how many kids do you have i have two i have a daughter um who's uh, graduating from law school uh may 22nd oh. and my son jack uh is in martinsville in the family business now and he's expecting his first little girl on june 2nd so your first grandbaby yes oh my gosh i know you're going to be over the moon that's very exciting congratulations thank you how about you? How many kids do you have? I have three boys. I have a 15-year-old, 11-year-old, and a 7-year-old. Oh, my so, gosh. Yeah. I'm stressed out for you. <laughs> <laughs> no, they are they are fantastic kids, so I'm very lucky. They do keep us busy with activities. And I was going to say, so, you're, yeah. the, you're in the Uber driver phase right now. We are, yes, yes. Um, yeah. I don't know how many other CLOs drive a minivan, but I do. So, you know, <laughs> it works for us. <laughs> I love that. That's awesome. Okay, one, two other questions. If everything in your house had to be one color, what color would you choose? Everything in your house. Oh, I guess if, if my family want to live with me or not. 
My favorite color is purple, but I think I'll have to pick blue because I think they go crazy if the entire house was purple. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Well, I just painted. It is kind of like it's a call it green gray. It's like that light. You like know, the sage. Like, yeah, it's like neutral enough, but right. still a little pop of color. Yes. There you go. I like that. Okay. Last question. What weird food combination do you really enjoy? I'm going to give an example. My dad is so strange in that he likes to eat crackers that have peanut butter and pickles on them. Oh, gross. Well, it depends what kind of pickle. <laughs> it has to, if it's the, what do you call it, bread and butter pickles? Yeah. I think it is the bread and butter pickles. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, because yeah, that's more that? sweet than, than sour. Dills oh, are yeah. sour. Yeah. I think it is bread and butter that he does. It still seems weird to me. I don't know. Do y'all have any weird food combos? Mm-hmm. Occasionally put chips on sandwiches. Some people think that's really weird, but I like the crunch, so oh, that's kind of a weird one, I guess. I think <laughs> I, I like that one, though. That's a good one. A crunch on anything yeah. adds adds some goodness. Um, I, I typically don't mix my food, but everyone else around me does. Like, for instance, I already shared that I'm from Maryland. I never heard of a... Banana and mayonnaise sandwich. Oh, yeah. Oh. My parents do that. They yeah, add some peanut butter, too. Stuff like mm. that. You know? <laughs> and I never had hot dog with mustard, salt, and chili. <gasps> Carolina style. I know. I know. <laughs> but it's good. You know? That's funny. <laughs> right. Well, thanks for playing my, playing my game. Okay, so... Let's dive into the difference between a bank and a credit union. I think there's lots of misconceptions about this, and people don't quite understand. Well, I think you know, the big difference is that we're a nonprofit, and people don't always realize that because we offer a lot of the same products and services that banks do. But when we make money, what we do is we put that back into creating new products and services for our members or providing lower rates on products. Um, and so that's really the big difference. You know, our, our board of directors is not paid. They're all volunteers. They're all part of our membership and volunteer their time to do it. And so um, it's really a sense of community. We really, you know, we care about our members because they are us and we are them and everything we do and the decisions we make are really, you know, what's best for our members. And I think that's a really cool place to position your business and and the decision-making that we do. I mean, I think every meeting we ever have on anything, you know, the first thing is how does this help the member? And then the second one is how will this help our employees? So that's the two questions we ask when we're launching new products or, you know, come in with new procedures or uh, policies. that's, that's really the focus. Yeah, I like that. I don't I don't think that I realized that, to be quite honest. That's really interesting because, I mean, that really does put the member first when you know that there's not everybody at the top who it's, they're all about the money and that's all that they're there for. Right. So. And, and even putting it into practice right now, um, I, I had already shared that I had uh, my previous uh, – job was at a community bank. Again, it's, you know, publicly held on NASDAQ. um, And you have a fiduciary responsibility to uh, make sure that this, you know, the stockholders or shareholders are, you're being very mindful of uh, of their investment. So when branches would would close, or um, a division would be reorganized, um, it's pretty cut and dry. But yeah. um, we're in a process now where we're realigning our branch network um, so that we could you know, be more centrally located in the Piedmont area. So we're moving from Wilmington, the east eastern part of the area. But our CEO, before he would exit that area, he wanted to make sure that um, the credit union that was going to take over that the membership 
and the accounts that they did that they had the best interests of the members and what their commitment was going to be and that all employees would be retained. Mm-hmm. That's not a conversation that occurs. Yeah. I mean in <laughs> um in the banking world. And it's not a criticism, it's just a different business model. Yeah, sure, very different. Mm-hmm. So and um and plus the history even speaks for itself. Um I think I don't know if Jeanette or I shared when we first started uh, we were founded in 1949 uh, due to Piedmont Aviation and Piedmont Airlines, mm-hmm. uh, and they saw an opportunity that um, a lot of their workforce needed access uh, to financing and opportunities to save. And it really was one, it was driven by one employee in the finance department managing a credit union to start off mm. um, and delivering a check if they needed money to, for investment. So it's really for the working for the working man, working families uh, to make sure that they have all the resources uh, to finance their dreams. Yeah. So it's, And anybody, it's I think credit unions, credit unions are open to anybody. I think some people think you might have to be a specific, like, member or do a specific thing because I mean I'm sure there are some credit unions that are for specific groups but this is open to anybody right well we do have membership requirements but we have a lot of community-based memberships so anyone who lives works or worships in Forsyth County can join our credit union okay and we have a number of counties like that where where uh, memberships open to anyone who lives works or worships there how many locations does PAC you have right now we have 10 and we're going to right, to six, yep. um, and we're slated to open uh, a new one in Davie County. Oh, uh, very in cool. In the next year or year and a half. Okay. So, yeah. So, same rule. So, wherever the branch is located, anybody who lives, works, or worships in that county can be a member yeah, of the Yeah, that's how we're set up right now. Yeah. And then okay. we have we also have employer groups where we've had, had relationships with different employers over the years where their um, employees can join the credit union as well. Okay. And obviously, we have a huge um, you know, loyal group of members who were with us since the Piedmont Airlines days. Yeah. And they're still with us. And they're, they're an employee group, even though, you know, because they were once employees of an employee group. That's so, awesome. Yeah, it's kind of a long history. I and mean, it's, it's nice. We've got a lot of really strong, loyal members from back in those days because, you know, you know, Piedmont Airlines was was really a family, and then this kind of grew out of that. So there's a lot of people who you know are very involved in our credit union to this day, yeah. even on our board of directors that were very involved with Piedmont Airlines or the credit union's early stages, which is was really neat. We hear you know stories about that and um, you know, how they started with a, a lockbox in the closet, and that's how oh they ran gosh. the credit union at lunchtime. You know, <laughs> so wow. it's neat to hear those stories. So it's kind of cool to come to a place with that kind of history and. Um, yeah, you know, and, and deep roots in the community. So, but it's interesting because we're kind of like a, a best kept secret, I think, in, in Winston Salem. I mean, we've been here for seventy three years, but a lot of people don't really aren't really aware of us because, yeah. uh, you know. Um, but I think Kim's done a great job in the last few years since she's been here and really getting well, the, the word about the what we're doing. The beautiful new, it's not new anymore, but it feels new to me. The beautiful building yeah. on Stratford Road is um, definitely, I think, people got people to know about you guys. Yeah, it's kind, like, wait, kind of cool how it that? looks like an airport. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> the architecture is yeah. perfect. Yeah, and I'm sure the marketing had something to do with that as well. But <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that was before my time. But yeah. yeah. Uh, but the other thing, too, is once you're a member and you move to Timbuktu, you're always a member. Mm. And what's great about a credit union is you're part of a cooperative. So uh, you can go to, if it's part of a shared branch network, you could go to another credit union and do your your basic um, 
you know, ex- transactions, mm-hmm. and you will, you know, it, it will come here. It will come back to us if you're out of state or you're somewhere. Yeah. So, you know, so I, I really like that as well, sharing that same cooperative principle. <laughs> so tell us all of the services that PACU offers. Um, I know probably typical to what most banks offer, but just give us kind of a rundown of all the services that PACU has. Can you want me to do it or are you? Oh, well, I'll, okay, I'll start. Okay. Um, well, as Jeanette had indicated, we offer all of the, the basic financial services that um, other larger credit unions and uh, uh, all types of banks, you know, checking, savings, mm-hmm. uh, the whole nine yards. Um, mostly uh, our history has been in the consumer arena. Uh, but we are getting ready, or we have launched uh, business products and services and com- commercial lending. Uh, we have a new VP of commercial lending, Scott Smith, and he's hit the ground running. Um, and also, uh, we're uh, spending a, a great deal of time and resources and dedicating personnel toward the launch of youth products and services. Mm. So, um, really, you know, really trying to engage uh, youth early on on the importance of you know, financial literacy, what your credit uh, score can mean for your, your future financial endeavors, and even for working opportunities. Yeah. So um, that's that's pretty exciting. That's slated to launch uh, June 1st. So is that more of like educational type classes or like having younger kids be able to set up their own checking accounts? It's all the above. We're going to yeah. have, we're, we, we, we already offer financial literacy classes, but this is going to be a much more um, structured curriculum for kids at different ages and stages of their learning path through finances. Yeah. Um, but there will be different products geared towards different age groups. But again, setting up, you know, kind of basic savings and then moving into a checking product, a debit product, a, you know, um, more controlled credit card that parents can kind of monitor. Yeah. You Usage and things like that, just to start teaching those skills before kids are out on their own. You know, you turn 18, you get offered all these credit cards. You're like, well, this is great. All this money I can use, right? And yeah. without the education behind it, I think people can get into a lot of trouble. Yeah. Um, and so that's really the goal is to really provide that education in an earlier stage. So when they start their adult life, start building their credit, they know what they need to do and what they need to not do. And so that's that's really exciting. Um, and, and Kim's actually heading, you know, her uh, her team is leading that up in terms of developing the curriculum and everything right now. So is that excited. something you're going to partner with any of the local schools? Yes. Uh, well, uh, Jovana Simonis is, uh, is the, you know, really taking the lead in, in building out all of this. And she's been really smart uh, knowing that we have financial institutions that are pretty embedded already, you know, in the school systems. She's finding a niche. Uh, for instance, uh, at Forsyth County Public Schools, she's bilingual, uh, mm-hmm. fluent in Spanish, you know, working with the ESL group. Awesome. Um, and uh, engaging their families. Uh, the, um, I forget the, the, the exact title, but uh, working with uh, the Association for the Blind. Oh, wow. And working with them. Uh, the North Carolina Leadership Academy out mm-hmm. of Kernersville, um, a, a charter school. Uh, we're actually doing the reality of money this Friday, oh, uh, partnering cool. with them. And that's always a fun exercise if you're not familiar with that. Yeah, I've, I have heard vaguely of that. Yeah, that's fun. so cool. I I feel really strongly. I think that schools, and I'm sure they they're doing better than since when I was in school. But you got to teach these kids about money because yeah. they don't. You if you come out just not knowing anything, you know. Right. My parents signed me up with a checking account and taught me so much about it at a really young age. But everybody doesn't have that um, advantage, and so I think that's great that Piedmont Advantage Credit Union is is doing that. It's important. Yeah. 
And um, we're even from a marketing perspective, we're going to unveil a mascot, oh. uh, which I'm sure will be featured in your magazine. Yeah, uh, upcoming issue. That's very exciting. So I won't give out. I won't give any of the things mm-hmm. away. But it's. I think it's going to be pretty. Pretty exciting. Yeah. 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 But we, we offer, you know, the, the thing about credit is we really offer products that kind of go the gamut from people who are just, you know, starting to try to build credit, you know, all the way up to folks who have, you know, a lot of money to manage. We actually have a wealth management team that does, you know, all kinds of investing for folks. Okay. Um, so really we offer, you know, every, everything in between from, you know, starting your very first checking account. We've got all kinds of lending products for cars, boats, planes. Not a lot of people loan for planes, but oh, we do. Oh, well, that's a very appropriate. Right. I'm glad right. With our history, that. a lot of, a lot of our uh, pilots like to have their own plane once they retire yeah. and um and so we do we do airplane lending we do rvs um very cool we do a bunch of different things and, and it's really just every stage of your life is really what we offer from a products and services standpoint obviously mortgages and yeah um, and it's surprising the phone calls we get just individuals in north carolina pilots they can't get financing in north carolina for an airplane wow you know so um we do really feel a, a great niche there yeah, that's very cool. I didn't realize that, but it makes total sense that you guys do that for airplanes. Yeah. Again, so listen to our members' needs. I mean, if our members want to find it as an airplane, we've, we've found a way over the years to create products that serve their needs. So. Yeah, that's awesome. So I want to briefly, before we wrap up, talk about the Packy Foundation. Um, I was not really aware of the Packy Foundation, so tell me a little bit about what that is and what that means. Well, we actually started the Packy Foundation back in 2020. 2020. It's the very beginning of 2020. Uh, not the oh, best so time to. So it's pretty new. It's pretty okay. new. Yeah, actually, um, I was a big part of helping set that up when we when we started. Um, it's been something our board of directors have been really interested in pursuing for a very long time. There's a huge amount of community outreach that has always happened from our credit union, but they really wanted to formalize it in a different way. And so um, when I came on, you know, I was I was told we really want a foundation. Can we make this happen? And so we did. We formed a foundation. Um, again, beginning of the pandemic is not the easiest time because it kind of limits a lot of things you can do in terms of fundraising. But our goal is really to do, um, you know, support of local uh, community organizations that are doing work in financial literacy, in education, in disaster relief, um, emergency financial support. And so really throughout our entire footprint, trying to find local organizations that are existing and raising money and giving to them. And this past year, we gave... Twenty-one thousand dollars. We give all our money away, but wow, <laughs> whatever awesome. we raise, we give away. We try to, you know, we have to retain a little bit. Just, to, but we really are, um, really want to give back to the communities we serve and really help everyone achieve their financial dreams, whether they're a member of ours or not. And yeah. so, really trying to to build that infrastructure in the community in any way we can. Yeah, I think it's so inspiring to hear about any business who started something new or did some new thing um, during the pandemic. I mean, that just like shows a lot about the character of the company is that you guys are willing to still go out there and I mean if, and especially do something like a foundation that is raising money for for people that are in need and organizations that are in need so that's and, really special and also what's unique it's completely volunteer driven and Piedmont Advantage Credit Union staff supported so Jeanette's the, a vice president uh, the president is our organizational development manager uh, the secretary is an admin so um, and the some of the board members are from the credit union board, but some are employees mm-hmm. with leadership um, opportunities that they're learning a great deal about. So, um, and the bulk of the money is raised from the employees. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, we've got some events that we're planning, kind of more public events, hopefully for spring of 2023. But obviously, we were wanting to make sure before we put a lot of time and, and energy into that, that we could actually hold an event the way we wanted to. Sure. So, um, sure. But yeah, we, one of our biggest fundraisers actually is um, Foundation Fridays. And if you come into one of our branches on a Friday, all of our employees are wearing um, dress down, they're wearing jeans and pack you gear, and um, usually a little button that says, I support Foundation Fridays. And they pay oh. either through payroll deduction or just paying $5 basically to dress down for Friday. But a lot of our donations come from our employees that's awesome back, so yeah i like to hear it well thank you all for coming on this time has flown by um we will put the link to your website in our show notes is that pack com. okay there's so many different dots these days dot live dot org pack and you can visit any of their branches but their main one is obviously right there on 158 and it's beautiful oh thanks um and it was a pleasure to have you ladies on to chat with me. Thank you for coming on. Thank you so much for having Thank us. Thank you. This yeah. was fun. And my first podcast. Well, awesome. I love to hear it. And as always, you can find Forsyth Mags online. ForsythMags.com is our landing page where you can find all of our content for all of our publications. And you can find us on social media at Forsyth Mags. And that's a wrap for today. The views and opinions stated on this podcast are solely those of the contributors and not necessarily those of our distributors or hosting companies. This podcast is copyrighted and cannot be reproduced without expressed written consent of Forsyth Magazines Incorporated. Ooh, that's a mouthful.